All right, it's your man, one R, two L's, and we back in effect. We back. We are in the R Lamar zone where we are talking hip hop, health, and happiness. And so, excuse me, there's just a lot going on in the world today. And my last podcast was uh, about, to me, the most deadliest disease and the most contagious disease, which is fear, man. And I'm just. Again, I, I mentioned this on my last podcast, man. It's your man, one R, two L's, by the way, Raven Lamar Lee. And I, I'm thinking about this as I'm making my podcast. I'm just, I'm just big into happiness and, and what's keeping us from being happy. Uh, I'm big into health. I'm big into hip hop. So that's my three H's. But um, I've been, you know, it's quarantine time. It's downtime. And, and I mentioned in my last podcast that I've been thinking about podcasts for eight years at least. Uh, and it's just, it's just like really hit me as I, I spent a lot of time listening to podcasts. Uh, I've spent a lot of time listening to a lot of Royce, the five, nine interviews. So I'm watching him on podcasts. Uh, I'm watching him on crooked's corner. Um, you know, I watched Talib Kweli people's party. I hope Royce goes on there, by the way, that would be a great, um, conversation i think uh sway uh breakfast club i'm watching all these interviews and i and it just made me think man i had the idea of like podcasting me being a uh i still call myself an mc but like seeing these mcs like talib Kweli, crooked eye joe buttons seeing these people seeing these artists now creating like talk shows podcasts i'm like I was doing this eight years ago and it's just funny to me that it's like I needed to see other people to get permission to like really do it. Okay. Now I can do it because crooked eyes doing it and Joe buttons doing it. And, and you know, other people, uh, Talib Kweli, like people are making me more comfortable, but like, why do we need so many other people's permission why and i'm not saying i'm the first person or first artist to probably think of doing uh you know their own show or podcast but um i remember doing duke's corner man and um just going back to that time uh, being over at ut shout out to wtk shout out to my entertainment family for giving me that space and creative freedom but i just remember and it used to be like a party at the entertainment show of doing my first segment and feeling so nervous because I was like talking, not rapping. Like if there was a, just a beat and I was freestyling, I probably felt more comfortable, but just to be there and start talking about like self-improvement and just things that I see in the culture, man. Like I love listening to Royce five, nine talk, man, because like I've spent time with him. Like, you know, he's been around 20 years. He's made a lot of music that I've, really enjoyed especially the last 10 years uh i think he's one of the greatest mcs out period um and so just hearing his perspective on life and because that's what his music is about i just think it's cool and i just think we have so much to offer as people with a voice in hip-hop um and the power to influence something me and my man Kobe Kane would talk about a lot is our responsibility in hip hop. And um, 
you know, a big question I've, I've been caught up on is why is this culture? Why is this genre of music so much more than just a genre of music? Um, it, it's just important to me um, to do what the intent of the forefathers was. And I'm not again, I'm not about to bash or, or, or uh, criticize all the different forms of hip hop. But to me, it's important to, to do what what the uh, core values of it uh, were intended to do. Africa Bambada and the Zulu Nation, man, like it's it's evolved to something, you know, greater than I'm sure he ever thought it could be. Or maybe that's what he thought it could be. But um, I mean, we're watching men like Voice of Five Nine talks about being 19 and now he's he's older than me so he's 42 or 43 years old like that's a lot of time spent doing music like the rappers in the 70s they didn't make it to the 90s they some of them barely made it into the 80s the rappers into the 80s didn't make it into the 90s some of them carried over into the 90s um that's why i'm big on like giving props to de la soul because they did come out in 1989 and they still make really great music hope to hear some new music from them soon but like you get to hear the black experience. You get to hear um, the rise of a man or a woman depends on, you know, who the artist is. You know, like to me, like seeing Queen Latifah is incredible. I met Queen Latifah, not literally or physically, but I was introduced to Queen Latifah at the age of 10 or 11, I think. And to be 40 soon to be 42 years old and she is as big as she's ever been and you know was on one of my favorite rappers Rhapsody's album uh last year that's incredible to me like this is somebody I was raised off of um I apologize I did not have my do not disturb on so y'all just got a little notification but but just to watch somebody to go back to what I was saying just to watch somebody who I was a kid watching um and, and being fed all these black empowerment messages and and just women's rights and she did ladies first and 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 go on to do living single and you just watch like the evolution of like what a person potential can be like you see that and as a black person you know we talked about why Kobe hurt so much we got to see young Airball shooting Kobe in the playoffs to five-time champion uh, leader uh, made mistakes in his marriage. We got to see all of it. We got to see 20 years of this man. So it felt very personal when we lost him, even though we didn't know him personally. And um, so, you know, I'd say that about Queen Latifah. I say that about Ice Cube. Ice Cube, one of my favorite rappers. He's had such a huge impact on me because I was 10 years old listening to him talk about F the police like that's very harsh and, and 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 impactful language to a 10 year old and I didn't even understand it at the time but as I became 13 and seen Rodney King and then hear him put out songs about uh, the LA riots and, and his predictions like and then see him go on to make Friday and of course seeing them in Boys in the Hood and you know going on to you know do the Are We There Yet and creating the Big Three League like I, I'm 
this is a man I've watched for 30 years. I connect to that. It gives me hope and empowerment as a black man because I, you know, I feel like we all as black people have a slight inferiority complex, whether you want to admit it or not. And I still think we're always trying to feel good enough or equal to. So when we see black excellence, we should salute it and um, and rise. I mean, and the reason why we feel that because we wasn't I wasn't fed the information to make me feel good about being black. I just watched uh, Madam C.J. Walker's story, uh, self-made, incredible Netflix uh, docu-series or I don't know, just series. It's incredible. Um, definitely something I, I, I asked my oldest daughter to watch. And um, crazy that Rhapsody is actually got a, a part of the score. I heard her song. And, you know, just hearing um, and seeing Black Excellence, man, I, I, I've always was a big fan of, of music videos. And I think um, one of the reasons I was into music videos is because um lack of radio station and so my my introduction to a lot of artists was through yo mtv raps and rap city so um i was always big into that but that also let me see hip-hop which was just as important as me hearing it it made me see like what kind of clothes i wanted to wear uh how these people looked when they were saying these lyrics um you know hearing songs like who's the mac by ice cube like I don't know if it has the same impact if I just heard it on the radio, but seeing the video and seeing DJ Pooh, who helped him write and direct uh, Friday and also starred in Friday, like to see, you know, um, Pooh, you know, talked about Devo taking his chain and all that stuff. I'm like, that's the guy I, I, I seen that guy, you know, six, seven years ago in Who's the Mac video, like making me laugh already and so it's just incredible man i just love this art form and and um it gives us a chance to have these conversations of culture and importance and influence and so that's where i'm at today that's where i'm at um i've been quarantined because i've been in mexico and all this coronavirus stuff hit but i'm here right now uh, doing what I should have been doing, which is recording my podcast, uh, expressing myself artistically. Um, man, this is something I wanted to do eight years ago. And I'm just, it's just like really hit me in the past few days because every week I watch podcasts and it's just like, because that's in my heart. I wanted to do that. I wanted to do that. And I was, you know, I started doing RLMR TV um, and doing little things, but I wasn't going hard. And I think we don't go hard and go full speed at things because we're scared and we don't fully have the confidence and believe that we can do it. So I want to end this podcast by saying, believe in yourself, believe in yourself enough to look bad, believe in yourself enough to be patient and learn. We all couldn't walk, but we had to learn how to walk. How did we learn how to walk? We learn by falling, getting up, falling, getting up, falling. That's why I'm just going to do these podcasts. Some of them may suck. Some of them may be a home run. I don't know, but I'm going to do it because repetition, repetition, repetition. But you can only do that when you find something you love. I like doing this. I like talking about hip hop. I like talking about health. I like talking about happiness. Um, 
and I'm willing to get criticized for it because this is my truth. And uh, on that note, find your truth. Go for it. It's the Arlen Marzone. One R, two L's.